Cyber Security Breakfast, your monthly dose of CyberSec highlights. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 53rd edition of the Cyber Security Breakfast series. Today, 31st of March, as you know, it's World Backup Day. And that's also why we will talk about backups today. Uh, because it's important to keep control over your data, whatever happens. So I'm happy to welcome EBRC as partner, EBRC and VM as partners of the month for this edition. And uh, without delay, I will give the word to Yuri Colombi, Head of Solutions of Innovation of EBRC. Yuri, the floor is yours. Thank you, Pascal. Um, so my name is uh, Yuri Colombi. Just switching to uh, to launching the slide. Um, I had indeed the department solution and innovation at EBRC, which aimed to um, to provide pre-sales support to our sales team and fostering um, the the innovation. Try So, uh, we will cover a 15-minute uh, agenda, focusing, of course, on the backup and its uh, challenges, but also on related topics uh, like exit plan and disaster recovery strategy. Data is the new all of our enterprises. They bring value uh, to the business, and we have to protect them as a key asset, it will be the topic of this 15-minute uh, keynotes. Backup history starts with the first data. What will be improved uh, during the time first are the backup media. The first media uh, to be used was clay. By the way, this technology was not so bad uh, as some backup set lasted 6,000 years. And we have to, to wait quite 6,000 years to see a first big improvement in the technology with stiff paper punch card. And more recently, we saw media which are maybe more familiar, at least for the less young of us. Cloud storage was a through game changer into the backup market. It appeared near uh, the end of the 2000s and EBRC was among the first to propose uh, such cloud uh, backup service in the grid region. Cloud and mostly hybrid cloud led EBRC to define new backup services, named TBRS365 and TBRS C Square. We will focus uh, on them later on in uh, this uh, keynote. It's time now to raise a question. Is a backup. First of all, a small glossary reminder. RPO, or Recovery Point Objective, is the maximum time during which you agree to lose data if an incident happens. RTO, or Recovery Time Objective, is the maximum uh, duration to restore your data uh, on an entire uh, service after an incident. Usually, we don't use the term backup for short-term RPO. For example, Sikunov's replication is not seen as a backup, uh, as it provides an RPO of zero second. An RTO, which is uh, usually around some minutes, it's a technology, of course, that everybody uh, uses, including uh, ABRC, in quite every uh, data architecture. Snapshot belong to the data protection landscape too, but are not through backup. Again, we often use snapshot in our data protection strategy because they allow short RPO and small RPO. Backup is usually between 2 and 24 hours for the RPO for consistency needs. Uh, some application require to have small backup window as backup could interfere in the user experience through the application performance. The reason why? A backup solution need to be performant. But what is often uh, forgotten to take in account is the speed of the restore. 
uh, in case of need. It's the reason why our backup uh, services are named TBRS, which stands for Trusted Backup and Restore Services. It enhances the fact uh, that the restore is as well as important as the backup. It's important to make clear uh, um, the distinction between long-term uh, backup and archiving. Archiving means that some form of data could be retrieved uh, even if the original application does not exist anymore, usually with integrity, authenticity, and non-repetition proof. By the way, one of the key features of the backup is the ability to perform point-in-time restore. There is, this is also possible with snapshot, but let's say with more limited uh, way, while it's obviously impossible with synchronous replication. Customers are facing many challenges. Business is requiring SLA, which are more and more uh, demanding, while the growing amount of data threatens the data availability and the SLA RTO. Knowing that, how to deal with the budget pressure and the lack of IT specialists into many organizations, data are still stored in a single site. In such a case, how to keep data uh, and backup safe from attack and how to comply with governance rules and with more generally with the compliance. A BRC mission consists to protect uh, sensitive and critical information. And the backup is one of our services allowing to achieve this goal. Our value is our expertise to put in place the most appropriate technology to discern our client governance. Our goal is not to perform simple backup. Our goal is to provide a service protecting the value of our client's data. Our backup family belong to what is named TBRS, Trusted Backup and Recovery Services. And I will detail in a few minutes the characteristic of the TBRS member. Uh, it's a SaaS service, meaning that we have the expertise to run the platform, uh, the backup platform, uh, while the client could focus on its usage. For example, we perform regular restore tests to ensure that the platform could make his job correctly. We apply also the eat your own doc principle for our managed services. It, it means that we use the same platform for the managed services that the platform which is used uh, by the self-service client. The landscape threat is somewhere different now. And when I say no, it's probably uh, today, with a high risk uh, coming from the state hackers. The CSSF made recently some recommendations urging to perform additional copy or to use air-gapped solution. We offer such answer to the market, especially with Object Storage S3 service, which offer warm, white ons read money uh, features and which can be used remotely as a standalone service. ABRC elevated also its own security level. To give you an idea, our backups are monitored by a SOC security operation center to detect and react if something or somebody delete or purge backup set, let's say, without prior authorization. Some words now about the TBS member. Uh, TBS Backup and Recovery Service is the first member of the family. TBRS offers a data protection without any tape and without any off-site shuttle. The agent software is installed on each server, on each device, requiring data protection. It does not imply any change to the underlying server hardware and is compatible with multiple operating systems. The agent identifies redundant data segments on the client side before they transfer across the network. The high deduplication rate decreases the size of the data set, and this is a great economical benefit as this service is pay-as-you-go based. TBRS operates daily, fast, and full backup while reducing the required network bandwidth. It dynamically rebuilds backup making restore from multiple incremental backup unnecessary. 
Most of people are not aware that Microsoft 365 did not ensure the backup of the data. TBRS 365, for Microsoft 365, so, is the emergency response to this Microsoft lack of backup challenge. It's a simple, fast, and secure SaaS service that backup Exchange, SharePoint Online, OneDrive, and Team data. With TBRS 365, your data are secure in two T4 data centers located in Luxembourg. You are, as such, protected again against compliance breach, vendor locking, ransomware, internal and uh, external security threat, or just, again, basic user mistake. This service, through so its uh, data copy into the OBC data center, could also be at the heart of your exit plan. TBS 365 is available in self-service mode, but you can, so you can keep your, your, your entire control of your data and your restore. But of course, you have an optional OBC uh, support, which is available. As part of uh, an outsourcing of your IT services, OBC can also take over all the backup, backup management platform. TBRS C-Square, meaning Cloud Connect, is OBC response to the Cloud Backup Challenge. It's a simple, again, fast and secure SaaS service that backup AWS, Azure, or on-premise non-OBC data center. Again, data sets are replicated on two um, T4 data center, OBC C-Square allowed to prohibit deletion of data by making that data temporarily immutable. It's done for increased security, immutability, protect data from, let's say, loss as a result of attack, malware activity, or any other injurious action. And again, this feature is based on the availability of object storage F3 service. Some more maybe about container and microservice-based architecture. There are more and more stateful apps, as you can see it uh, from um, the SG uh, study. And you have probably already some application or some workload uh, which are stateful in your runtime environment. There are many reasons to backup microservice-based apps. Think about this question. Is Kubernetes built in high availability enough to recover the data of stateful application running within container? Can I recover from human error or deploying of deploying an incorrect config file when application need to be moved from a test dev uh, environment to production or from production uh, to a staging before an upgrade? What will happen um, in case of malicious data loss? Can I bring up an application copy for test dev to reproduce and analyze problem um, that cannot be run from production data? Similar question to comply with audit request. Can I reproduce an application uh, environment from a past given period? How to deal with disaster or both failure? All these questions could be answered with appropriated backup solution. And I will end this keynote by some words about a way to benefit from your backup infrastructure for other related topics. The first use case is a backup and recovery, and it's pretty straightforward. But there is a second use case, which is a disaster recovery. Because in order to maintain business continuity, organizations need to have a disaster recovery strategy. They have to, way to find a way to backup the data and the metadata in one cloud, and then restore everything into an alternative cloud or on-premise. In the case of cluster or side-wide outage, we can recover your application wherever you need it in order to restore your business. For small to medium businesses, which are common in the Luxembourgish market, having a dedicated disaster recovery infrastructure is usually priceless. And in the meantime, Having a DR plan is now mandatory uh, for a lot of companies, and um, not only in the financial sector. We are here to ease your uh, business continuity plan 
by providing agile and affordable solutions based on our backup, cloud, and advisory services. The third use case relates to application mobility. Speed up test dev cycle are also an additional backup benefits. In this modern day and age, DevOps is all about building code faster and utilizing it in production at the same level of speed. So cloning production environment, making changes in one environment, testing also at scale in another environment and rolling them back into production are some of the scenarios that need to be achieved. And also, and last but not least, migration use case. We all know that public cloud could be expensive. So in order to keep costs low, organizations might decide to move certain workloads on-prem, so data migration become a key requirement. Thank you so for your attention. It's time now to switch to the roundtable and its panelists. Thank you, Yuri. Thank you, Thank you very much. Welcome, everybody, for the roundtable discussion about the topic of backup. I'm happy to welcome Marina Stefanova, security consultant from Accenture, Jack Toulou, enterprise account manager from Veeam Software, Abdallah Tayeb, Chief Information Officer at iHub. Hi, everyone. And Thank you. last but not least, Alain Eloy, Solutions Architect from EBRC. Hello. Welcome, everybody. Thank you. Thanks. Let's start um, with the, I would say, the first general key central rule uh, when it comes to backup, the so-called 3-2-1 rule. And I heard that Veeam extended this rule a little bit in, in 3 two, one, one, zero. Exactly. So yeah. uh, Jacques, <laughs> tell us a bit more about this. So that's a bit improved version of the 3-2-1. So the goal that we see that the data are clearly the, the asset and the valuable uh, asset from the company. So we think that uh, they must be very well protected. And that's why we decide, or decide we think that you should have, have at least three uh, copies of your data. Uh, if possible, in two different sites. Uh, one in, can be on-prem, the other one in the cloud, or and uh, also, especially in different devices. So don't put everything in hard disk or tape. You should uh, change also this kind of uh, type of media. Uh, you should put also one of your data uh, off-site. And uh, again, uh, sorry. And also one of these uh, copy should be uh, disconnected from the network. So that's really important in case of, especially ransomware today, uh, if it, there is no connection, there is very hard time for them to uh, attack or approach this uh, this copy. If this copy is also encrypted, it helps because we never know if it's in a tape somewhere and the tape is lost. If the tape is encrypted, it helps to, to not use the data in it. And last but not least, it's test your backup because a lot of people uh, don't test their backup. So with the zero, we want to test and make sure there is zero error when you run the backup. So that's really something important because to run a backup, there is no point. The, the backup is just there as a service. The goal is clearly to restore and see that the data that you backup are usable for maybe tomorrow in 10 days or in 10 years. That's clearly the, the new rules of this 32110. Uh, in, indeed, that, that sounds very, I would say, um, clear and, and, uh, and, and, and straightforward. Um, in in practice, in reality, and 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 I look at at the other uh, speakers. How how does this happen in reality? Is in your in your um, company, for instance, Abdullah? Mm. Is do you achieve to do all this? Uh, what are the challenges with with we setting doing, up all this? We are doing our best. I think that Yuri and what we had so far was really stressing on the recovery, and I think the tricky part is about testing and be and ensuring that your company is able to recover because um, we may think that the backup is just a, a checkbox that should be 
checked and said, okay, I have backup in my company and keep it away. I have a business to run. Uh, but uh, more and more companies which are regulated or even um, the clients themselves are requesting to get the proof of how, uh, how your data is protected and backup is one of the main response to ransomware and a lot of uh, threats we have today. And now we are facing a lot of, I would say, client or internally the culture has evolved and we, we are better in proving that we can recover that. So partners such as EBRC are now uh, supporting iHub, for instance, to, to, to run that. But to, to be honest, it, it's not as easy as it seems. I mean, testing the, the recovery by itself, it also means that at some point, some point somebody should say that uh, the recovery is okay. So you need business people telling, okay, I, I get my business or dev teams, uh, uh, depending on the, on the assets you are, you are backing. So I would say that nowadays, yeah, we are better, uh, at least in Luxembourg than 10 years ago, where it was more uh, a checkbox. Nowadays, it's not checkbox anymore. And recovering is something uh, we, we are putting in place currently. Yeah, you mentioned the checkbox versus, I would say, being really a process, having it in, yeah. in inside of, of, of your, I would say, your, your, your mechanisms. Um, uh, what, 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 what do you see on your side, uh, Marina? How, how do, do, is it, is, is backup really something that is really part of an active cybersecurity defense mechanism today? Well, um, as mentioned in the keynote, backup has been around for a long time. And we have become kind of complacent with it. Uh, it, it has become a checkbox, indeed. And um, with the rise of the ransomware attacks, uh, just to, to open brackets, according to Accenture report, last year uh, ransomware attacks accounted for 35, almost 35 percent of the attacks, the cyber attacks. Uh, so the good thing about those attacks uh, is that um, they they brought to light the importance of backup. Um, and people started again thinking about really doing it, not just picking the box. Uh, having said that, um, it very much depends on the particular case. Uh, having backup, any, is already a good start. It's one step in the right direction. Of course, uh, you can always improve and you can go from uh, the rule three to one to uh, adding one and zero at the end. Uh, so it's important to have backup. It's important to have, if possible, three copies of your data and uh, two mediums and, and so on. Uh, the zero uh, is also very important uh, because if you have backup, it's good, but it's more important to be able to use it. And um, of course, with, more, uh, with most things in security, uh, it's also balance uh, with uh, the, um, a trade-off with the budget. And you can be very, very secure. You can have the greatest backup uh, solution, a zero, um, almost zero RPO, uh, but it costs money. And depending on the size of the business, on the alignment of security and business goals, uh, you choose where you stand. More and more companies are um, to go an extra mile and really find uh, the, the state-of-the-art solutions, aiming for the, for the best. Even if you stick to the three, two, one, it's it's already a good start. It's already a good start. Indeed, because I would say three having three copies copies of each data that already multiplies your data storage by three. So that's already, as you mentioned, quite an, a costly absolutely a costly uh, adventure. Think about the two mediums uh, also yeah. two different mediums, uh, and then think about. To, uh, about two different uh, locations, so one off-site, and think about air gapping as well. Uh, when you have your backup, um, it's important to disconnect it from the network. And this is uh, this has been one of the first uh, advice uh, tips uh, to to protect against uh, ransomware. Um, of course, uh, then we came up with the uh, immutability of backups and other solutions. We are certainly going to improve better and better. Uh, and again, costs of uh, protecting uh, something cannot be more than the cost of this something. It depends on particular cases. Indeed, yeah, that, that, that's, that's, an, that's an interesting uh, ROI to have in, <laughs> to have in mind. Um, 
many of you mentioned ransomware. Um, uh, ransomware is indeed one of the major, I would say, uh, threats that we see uh, today. And yeah, backup is one of the, not the only, but one of the major uh, responses to, uh, to, to ransomware. Um, Alain, from your side, um, when it comes to ransomware, uh, is is how 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 do you uh, uh, have have exper experienced such cases or able to protect against immu immutable backup backups? Was mentioned. Maybe tell us a bit more about that. Yeah. So so at first, of course, the, the ransomware directly attacked the data, but not is the past because now they they know that uh, with good backup. A ransomware is not uh, is not really very useful. So now the ransomware directly try to attack the backups, and that's why we must now protect the backup because that that's the second line of attack of uh, ransomware. And of course, what we explained is to have the the backup offsite disconnected is something in a cloud world that is really difficult to achieve and very very costly. So so one of the one of the solutions that we bring with this uh, is the immutable uh, storage, with immutable backup. So, so indeed, what is the goal to uh, to have backup offsite and disconnected? Is to be sure that no no one can can uh, can delete and no one can uh, can uh, uh, have have, have uh, a possibility to uh, to achieve uh, some uh, some attack on this. And so, with the immutability the storage of the backup. Uh, we can achieve this uh, this stuff, but without having heavy uh, tape uh, offsite uh, offsite uh, management. Mm -hmm. Immutability you mentioned, yes, uh, this is this is important. Um, still, when it comes to ransomware, I think encryption is another key key element because the ransom uh, where criminals they. I would say they don't care about your backup. They want to have something in your hand that they can ask a ransom for. And if they can see, even if they cannot delete or, or use the backup, but they can see and they can say, well, uh, uh, I, I can spread this information to the, to the outside if you don't pay and, and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So en encryption is another, is another key topic, I think. What about uh, um, uh, this, this, this aspect? Is it, is it really tricky to encrypt? Can we encrypt all backups? Does it make sense? Uh, what about the recovery, the, managing the key, all these all these challenges? Oh, um, for companies um, working in financial area, for instance, the encryption is uh, is something which is seen as very important, okay, due to the professional secrecy and so on. So, uh, in case of iHub, um, we are driven by client expectation and the market itself. The financial market, for instance, is really requesting, I would say, everything and more especially backup to be encrypted. So whenever I had to face client or prospects to, to provide services, they are requesting us to prove how, how we encrypt. So there is no question. The, the question is not, do you encrypt or not? The question is, how do you encrypt? And bring me the proof. So I would say it's more market uh, practice uh, to have uh, Encryption, backups, communication between the channels which are doing the backups, uh, and so on. So there is no question about that, uh, uh, Pascal, uh, at this point. Uh, now the question is, how do you encrypt? And prove me that it's strong enough. Like you say, how do you keep the key? How do you manage the key yeah, for correct. the encryption? Because that, that's the main... Uh... Uh, the, key, the key management, exactly. But I think also the the the, the performance of the of the Correct. encryption because yeah. the if, depending itself. on what type of data you want to pick up, it needs to be very fast. <laughs> because else you will lose data if if very it is nice. close to real time things, etc. So that's the reason why nowadays you are running uh, dedicated hardwares to, mm -hmm. to to work on uh, uh, key management and encryption because it's like you said, uh, it's a matter of performance. So. My, my feeling is that, at least in, in, in the financial industry, there is no question about encryption. It must be done, and the question is how to be done, and for sure for, for, for the bucket themselves. And there is a solution for that. You have HSR or whatever kind of uh, devices, which are, once again, uh, more and more, uh, I don't know, how, how do you 
feel it about what kind of uh, devices and practices because backup we are talking about um, databases and, and systems and such but now we have more and more uh, middlewares uh, running around that mm -hmm. yeah, I think, <clears throat> yeah in the customer i meet every day that's clearly one of the points it's okay the backup is there but we need to protect them and as marina said earlier is depend not on only on the data, but how much are you ready to, to pay it? Of course, each level of security we add, <clears throat> it takes a bit uh, more time and energy and cost to protect it. So if you do a backup in one, two, three different uh, copies, it's more expensive. If you add the encryption, it's also a bit more expensive. If you externalize, it's a bit more expensive. But it's a question of what is the value of your data? And clearly, that's a question that customers want to more and more tackle because before the backup was more like uh, convenience. Now it's mandatory to, to backup yeah. and to have yeah. a clear view on where are your data and how do you protect them. So that's clearly really important. Well, um, I, I will question this point because um, storage is not uh, that pricey uh, at that time. So you can back up two, three. When you when you consider the total cost of ownership of your infrastructure, it's more about the the system itself than having disks. So. If you are telling me that we have to to back up three, five, ten times, it doesn't impact that much the cost of my infrastructure. What costs most is having technology licenses to to run it. Uh, so I'm really interested in knowing more about uh, this new offer by by UBC, because having two or three backups at the end it doesn't cost that much because the disk itself is not that uh, that expensive. So. Um, the, the question is how do you, are you organized and how, how do you impact your business? And on top of that, we are talking about uh, uh, backups, but the bucket of what, depending on what kind of asset do you want to protect? And we are here to discuss about backupping, uh, uh, well, price, very expensive assets such as your reputation or uh, client data, which uh, any loss could be really, really, really a big issue for the company. Exactly, yeah. And that's what we see with the ransomware. Every day there is a new company that been act. And the question now with, uh, for the CIO is not anymore, how do you protect uh, or you avoid the ransomware? Is it when are you going to be hit by ransomware and right. how are you protected already? And what is your scenario to avoid to any data loss and that if uh, the pirates get the, the data, can use them? So you're right. The, the, the company uh, value is really important from this point of view on, on the market. Yeah, and, and what we see is that uh, uh, everything evolves quite f rapidly. Uh, and so the backup tools must also change. Uh, a few years ago, we, we don't talk about immutability. So now we talk about this. It, it means that the, the backup tools evolve continuously mm -hmm. and, and it needs a, a lot of, uh, of workload to manage this. To, to do the update, to, uh, to uh, implement a new, a new feature, new technology, new airbag role within the backup tool to, to secure everything. And, and that is one major part of the cost. So like you say, it's not only the storage because the storage is cost less and less, but every management, every release, every update on the backup, backup tools can, can cost uh, quite a lot. And that's why we see more and more SaaS products, because I think that clients don't want to manage the backup tools because it's really complex to, to manage and to, uh, and to be sure that it's uh, always up to date and with all new features. Clearly, and in the past, the pirates or the ransomware were attacking the production data and the, 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 the backup were not touched. So we were a bit the line, last line of defense at this time. But uh, the, the people understood that there were easier way to get the data and that's why now they approach first the backup because once you have the backup you can go if you don't restore and do some tests in a regular base you don't notice that there is a, a ransomware in it and so the pirates can get into your infrastructure and get the control of all your data and that's really critical that's why the immutability came so important just to protect and distance, make a distance between the production and the, the different data backup that you have. So that's clearly. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that, that's definitely an interesting thing that you mentioned is that that's the, the, this perspective of how the criminals see backup, which is another infrastructure that has, uh, that has software, that has, that has interesting things and can be 
a way to get into into a company and and as you mentioned if if the focus is really on this immutability uh, i would say this makes it a lot more difficult to, exactly, to yeah. uh, i would say to get executable code and all this kind of all these kind of things yeah that, that's that's clearly an, an, an a huge advantage when talking about about these i would say more things like related to the value of the company that the backup the backup has you mentioned that some mentioned that yeah it's commodity it's there since so many time but but it, it should be there and, and and it's there um others mentioned that it's more like a value so um it's a bit between or both of, of these i think because it it's it should be a commodity everybody should do it everybody should have it everybody should be able to 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 uh, to use that that um that capacity uh but still there is a lot uh how you do it how you manage it and you mentioned it the management part is is the, the most critical one right. uh which will then create this the this value and um one value what what was mentioned in the in the in the presentation as well is that backup is a key element for business continuity and this customer recovery plans um so what would be your recommendations for best strategies in in that sense where are the key the key elements on the on the management side maybe for that really you can get out of this community a, a real value added uh solution for the for the company yeah, so, so so for the management part, uh, of course, we, we talk about immutability, but what we, we must talk about to, to avoid ransomware is the access to the backup. So so at first, uh, uh, on the first backup tools, uh, we have only people that have full access on the backup. They can do ev everything on the backup. But now uh, we have uh, more airbag rules on the backup, uh, which, uh, which allow, for example, to have uh, different people with different access and different uh, authentication mode uh, to uh, to be able, for example, to have people that manage the backup, but these people won't be able to delete the backup and won't be able to to have uh, uh, um, the ability to to do, for example, restore without uh, without knowing it, because it's quite important also to be sure that uh, there is no restore, there is no lack of uh, of, uh, of data without uh, knowing it. And uh, that's also the evolution of the backup tool uh, with more airbag rules and more security and more control on who can manage the backup and how is it managed. Mm -hmm. And so with this, we also protect again uh, uh, once more attack because if there is no 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 way to, to get access to the backup, okay, there is no, no way yeah, that once exactly. more attack. And, and, and this doesn't go against recovery or, or restoring aspects. So, um, does it does does this make recovery more difficult when you have immutable backups or, or not? No, no, no. no. The, 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 there is no no more difficulty to do to do the restore as well as we discuss about the encryption stuff. So so no encryption is the the, the overhead of encryption is really really light. So it's not uh, that's not the blocking point for the for the the restore performance. There are other blocking point uh, on the infrastructure, but the encryption is not really. Uh, a blocking point uh, for this. I think the technology is quite mature and the services are quite wide. Now the question falls into people like CIOs and so on to, to choose and to pay for what you choose. And uh, talking about that, when you talk about uh, backup, well, the easiest answer is always backup everything until you get the bill. <laughs> and so my, 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 my advice is when you want to backup, you, you need as always with IT security, know your assets. So list your assets and usually, well, the real moment where I, I, I worked on backup for my company was when backup was systematically the answer to a threat in my business impact analysis. So first, know your business, know your asset, list your threat, and most of the time backup is the good answer. And starting from that, you can tailor uh, uh, with uh, a partner or internally how you deal with that. Otherwise, you will spend money. People don't really feel, when I say people, it's top management talking about backup is about having an insurance. You, you don't feel it in the business on a daily basis. So you make, you make to make it, uh, well, to give a sense to mm -hmm. what it brings to, to the company. Yeah, and valuable. Valuable. Identify what, what is the, the business value that that's, and, and that's, 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 that's an advice. Uh, 
we, when you talk about that, that means that you masterize your, your assets, and that's always a very good uh, point, I think, for, for a company to, to say, okay, this is who we are and how we protect ourselves. And with that, you get the, you, you get the, the sponsor of stakeholders and investors in your company because they know that they are giving security for something which is concrete. You don't say, okay, I've got backups. So, so, so that's the point. So backup should be always, uh, my point of view, uh, an answer to a clear question. And then you tell her what is the retention, how long uh, my IPO should, uh, should be uh, configured and so on. And, and then on a yearly basis, you reassess that and test it. Some mentioned uh, the, 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 the CSF that, that uh, had, had specific uh, uh, rules also maybe on retention and all, and all these things. Maybe someone want to highlight uh, the, the details about this, about this uh, CSF document? <laughs> well, there is the, the 2750, yeah. uh, which is the, the cloud circular, which uh, address several topics on that. There is the key location and management on one side. Um, there is um, um, the client data itself, mm -hmm. which is not driven by an IT expectation, but by a business financial expectation. I need to, to, to keep your data for, let's say, 10 years. When I know that, this is not an IT security issue, this is a business expectation. I want to keep my client in my system for 10 years, shall we have a claim or whatever else? Then I will get back to, to, to my IT and, uh, and, and work, uh, work on tailoring that for, 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 for... So this is a backup for uh, a business need. And on top of that, the, 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 the regulator for financial industry is requesting you to have a list of, uh, of backup, like the best practices we heard, and to be granted access also. So that's the reason why it's a little bit tricky to have public cloud backup, and that's the reason why I assume EBRC is providing that. So the, the regulator by the 2750 is entitled to get to your company and get access to the backup. So, so that's a trickier part. So when we talk about the 3210, Think about that, that uh, at least one of these copies shall be accessible by the regulator. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, go ahead. But, but uh, also uh, um, tell something a bit more about testing. You mentioned it before and we haven't discussed it a lot, but yeah, yeah I will ahead. come back to it. <laughs> um, so um, what I wanted to add is that uh, in, I believe CSSF helps us focus on, on what matters most and that's not uh, the technology because uh, a general mistake that we often make is to use technology to solve a completely different problem uh, so you can have the, the greatest backup solution uh, which will not uh, solve your problem uh, if you don't have a more holistic view uh, on your backup uh, and what CSSF says is um, that you should guarantee uh, the, the security of your backup and this is a tricky thing when it comes to public cloud. And uh, CSSF warns us uh, against uh, vendor locking, but also uh, I would like to bring here the topic of privacy and the EU, uh, US regulations. This is uh, very often an issue when we use uh, one of the uh, cloud giants. And although uh, you, you can, of course, choose uh, your, your region to store your data, Still, um, it's on you. It's a shared responsibility model, uh, so you cannot transfer it uh, on uh, on your provider. You cannot transfer the responsibility for the security of your backup uh, on your vendor, and you are still responsible for uh, ensuring the privacy also of the um, PII. If you are backing up personal and personally identifiable data, you should be very very careful. Um, and this is an opportunity, I think, for developing European cloud. And I believe there are quite a few offerings. Uh, the market is very dynamic and we are yet to see very interesting developments here. So keep in mind, uh, if your backup contains uh, personal data, and that's for, financial, for the financial industry, of course, that's, uh, that's a big thing. Uh, it's always uh, like this. Uh, consider additional controls and reconsider your um, 
your back application if you if using a public cloud of course encryption as mentioned is one of the solutions to uh, to this if you manage to, to encrypt uh, your backup before uploading them to the cloud which is not the case if you opt for a SaaS solution of course so you need to look into you need to ask a lot of questions and to look at all uh, the sites all the aspects of so yes. it's very interesting because uh, in 2018, uh, in the same year, uh, I think in February, we had the 2750, the, the, the CSSF wanted to open the possibility to the market to go on the public cloud. And a few months later, you had the GDPR regulation. And that's what we are discussing right now. And I, and I understand that uh, we are more and more, um, well, very picky on using the, the, the cloud, uh, public cloud infrastructure. Uh, it's a matter of, well, it depends on each organization, but as of today, uh, it's really, really tricky and it has impact on the way you want to manage your exposure to ransomware and how you, you put in place ransomware. Because then you, you fall into some endless, I, I would say, uh, issues where you need to manage an hybrid, hybrid infrastructure on top of what uh, the, the best practices would be to have several sites and so on. So now you, you are spreading your data quite everywhere. So mm. I'm a little bit scary about how hard it will be in the next coming years because mm. you are spreading everywhere. You have best practices, you have a cost model, you have EU uh, expectation for end of this uh, 2030 or whatever. At some point, uh, the EU will have a position between China and US. And this is really, really, really tricky. Uh, as a CIO, it's really hard to have a good strategy uh, at, um, let's say, with a, a total cost of ownership with, uh, which is under control once we talk about uh, public cloud. Yeah, it's the, so it's the operational questions, the few operational questions, uh, access to data, all these things, but there is also the the, the compliance regulatory uh, elements which which come in you mentioned the the uh, the, the cloud CSF, the, 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 the CSF cloud documents the GDPR documents which um, came more or less the same time and and were maybe less coherent as we could have expected um, uh, and uh, what you also mentioned is the the uh, the privacy shield in fact uh, what what we are discussing quite quite strongly at the moment, uh, as there is the, this new proposal on the table, um, because the privacy shield is not there anymore no. uh, yet. So um, up to that, or starting from that moment, uh, uh, the GDPR, there was no, no more safe harbor situation with, with, uh, with US, for instance, uh, and this, this made a lot of things very tricky, especially sure. uh, coming to cloud, because a lot of such public cloud uh, uh, services are coming from are coming from U uh, US companies. So that, that's the really the tricky part. And there we are. I think we're in a transition transition phase. Uh, let's see how the how the future will will get it. Um, but maybe getting back to the public versus private cloud thing. So. Uh, uh, what is very interesting in, in what ABRC uh, presented in the beginning is, I would say, to have a mix or both, basically, uh, because yeah. which is obviously <clears throat> the best the best practice. Um, but what are the challenges when 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 one has to choose uh, public versus private? Where are the tricky the tricky questions maybe that we could raise, maybe answer? But at least if if uh, highlight them uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the thing, of course, to to avoid to avoid the backup at the same place that that you have all the data. Mm -hmm. So if you use public cloud, having the backup on the same public cloud, of course, is not a good practice, because if there is a big issue with the public cloud, and of course, they, they, it can happen, and it already happened in the past, and for sure, it will happen in the future. It's like ransomware. It's not a question of will it happen. So it's when will it happen? Because it will happen. And, and, and then for this, uh, what we propose is the, the mix of public and private cloud and uh, to, to have the backup uh, outside of the public cloud. That's what we propose with the, the solution like TBS uh, 365 is to, to do the backup of Office 365 locally here in Luxembourg. And, and it's not only a question of backup, it's also a question of restore. Because if we if you are able to backup uh, data from the cloud 
But if the only solution to the restore is on the cloud, it's not also a good practice. Uh, we must be able to have a, a, a backup tools that is able to, to restore the data in, uh, in different in dif different way, in different uh, location, to be able to be sure that uh, we will be able to restore the data because that's what matters. And, and restore the data only uh, on the same cloud is not uh, it's not a good practice, of course. Uh, this restoring thing, sorry. Uh, no, sorry, I think that end user want also to, to get back the ownership of their data mm -hmm. because once it's in Microsoft 365, they don't have any more the ownership of this data is somewhere. So the, the fact to run a backup and bring back the data locally on a private or public cloud, then you can have access. And it can be, <clears throat> it can be also exit strategy in the coming years. If you decide to go to another platform in six months, six years, whatever, you have the ownership of this data. So it's also an exit plan. Mm -hmm. Exactly, absolutely. And uh, uh, this is very, I would say, closely linked to, to restoring. So, Marine, uh, coming back to the testing testing part, you mentioned testing backup is, 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 is quite important. Um, have you seen any, 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 I would say, key challenges or, or, or things that, that you would, would, could share with, with when, when it comes with, to test backups? Of course, starting from the um, worst case scenario, when uh, you back up and uh, you you never get around to, to testing your backups, you just trust that uh, everything is there and it will work when the time comes. And of course, uh, since the question is not uh, if, it's when, when the time comes and you discover that uh, something is going wrong and you're not able to use uh, your backup, it's, uh, it's as good as you have known. Uh, Unfortunately, like most uh, management things, uh, the problem is management of testing. So the process around uh, scheduling and doing it properly, not ad hoc, not... Um, uh, you need to, ba uh, to, to back it up with uh, the right policy, with the right process, uh, and to make it consistent. Um, also, uh, testing uh, can help you um, really evaluate uh, the, the recovery time objective. How, how much time can you, um, can you afford to lose? And uh, this is actually a bottleneck. Uh, as you mentioned, not, not so much storage um, or um, sometimes it's not so much access. We pay attention to the speed of uh, backing up. We don't pay so much attention on the speed of recovery. And uh, you can lose a lot of time when the, the critical moment arrives uh, and you discover that you're actually not able to, to be back uh, live so, so quickly. So this is a question, a good question to uh, ask yourself. Are you aware how much time uh, re uh, recovery takes and testing can help you answer this? Uh, there are a couple of other questions uh, that uh, you can turn into SLA terms if you opt for managed services or uh, cloud storage uh, or cloud backup. Um, and this is always a good, I, I view cloud backup as, um, as, a one, uh, as a part of the media diversity. You can have uh, on-prem backup and uh, having on uh, in the cloud uh, helps uh, bring a little bit more reliability and more availability, just diversifying. And this, 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 because this, I think this, this test, testing extensively, having a clear testing procedure uh, in place, does this, does this go into the direction of, of uh, what we sometimes see uh, zero tolerance, that there is no tolerance about the backup being system working, uh, be it the backup part, be it the restore part, be it the whatever part. Uh, um, um, yeah, but maybe uh, we'll see on, you, on your side. Um, do you have a specific test cycle that you have that you foresee in, in your in your in your solutions? Yeah, yeah, of course we do regular tests with the with the client uh, because the, the the backup evolve and and uh, the solution that we backup backup different kind of DB and of course we must be sure that uh, with every evolution we still be able to uh, to restore the data. So it's something that uh, that we test regularly. Uh, and also one thing that that I will I will like to discuss about the. The, the restore performance is also just to be to be aware of some some 
of the tools that we use to backup and the data that we backup. It's uh, the stuff that we discuss about the cloud and the, the, the public cloud and private cloud. Just to be aware that, uh, for example, for the backup of, TB, of uh, Office 365, uh, if you use some kind of public, public cloud backup, just take attention that if there is a major issue in, in Microsoft Office 365, there is uh, uh, another, another uh, cloud solution for the restore. Just, just pay attention that everyone will restore at the same time. Because if there is a major issue, everyone will do the restore at the same time. And of course, if the, 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 the performance test that we do for the restore in a normal situation and the performance test during a real, a real GRP, if there is hundred or thousand of claims that we do at the same time, it will be really different. That, that's that, that's a, good, yeah. a, good, that, that's, a good point, isn't it? Yeah. And, and so on, on the solution that we propose, propose at IBRC, we try to guarantee this, uh, this, restore, uh, this restore time because we have some, some part of, uh, of the solution that are uh, really specific for each client. Because for big issue, for, for sure, it will be complex. Mm -hmm. It's very really interesting indeed. that you talk about DRP and SLAs just to make the link from a very concrete way of working uh, the way we face the backup for the first time usually is I buy a service or server, tick the box. Uh, I want a DRP plan because I have multiple sites and I want my provider to prove me that it worked, tick the box. And I want to test the backup, tick the box, then I pay the bill. So that's the starting point. So uh, the initial, uh, I would say, uh, the initial phase is quite good. The real question is later on. Honestly, who has been involved into a DR test in his company? We are specialists and I think we have never been, it's more seen as a DRP test. And somebody wants to know that a DRP test on this topic has been done. But how many people in, in the back office or trading room has been testing consciously that they are working on the Bloomberg backup or whatever? Just very clear. So my point of view as of today, the backup um, success or lose or topic by is a little bit too much a, a technical topic which falls under the DRP disaster recovery plan which are seen as uh, technical guys topics don't care about that just I don't know what how, how do you feel with that but for me uh, I've never even in a BCP plan you can just uh, maybe plan that in your relocation uh, um, scenario, you test your BCP on a backup and then you, you do both at the same time. There is uh, so much solution we could have on that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if I can add a point here, yes. um, it reminded me some. Yeah. Go ahead. Just, I just wanted to watch a bit the time. We're a bit mm -hmm. running uh, running close to the end, but uh, give, okay. us your, yep. give us your points. Uh, maybe very quickly. quite short. <laughs> um, since you mentioned the technical people, uh, it's very important actually to collaborate and communicate well across the company. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we tend to be security siloed from uh, IT people. And it's very important to talk to the person, who, the technical guy who does the backup as his IT uh, task, uh, regular task, and to um, educate this person about the cyber threats about the situation. In, in that way, uh, they will have this in mind and they will actually help you much more without even realizing, rather than uh, just ticking the box of backup done, testing, okay, done. Yeah. And something like this, when they mm -hmm. consider the, the entire, uh, the big picture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, as I mentioned, the time is, is, is almost gone. We, we haven't got any specific questions in the audience, so I give a last chance to to you to get uh, your backup question to our experts here. Um, um, else we will uh, more or less close down. There is one comment about the, the testing regularity. Um, yes, there are, there, are, there, are, there are specific requirements for insurance con uh, in, in, the, in the frame of insurance contracts, for instance. So all these constraints are, are quite, are quite um, uh, important to consider. Um, uh, okay, thank you. I see there are no further questions. I think we have done a first overview of the topic because I think there are a lot more 
topics which we could have gone into a, a bit more detail. So there is food for another another session uh, at another point of time. Um, but I think it is good and a quite good overview about backup. Today being the World International Backup Day, so please all of you. Check your backups today, do <laughs> the testing. <laughs> Not all together because that might be tricky for the, yeah. the cloud, cloud providers. Um, but uh, thank you for you, Marina, you. Jacques, uh, Abdella, Alain. Thank Thanks. you for, for the discussion. Thank you for you uh, for listening. And um, see you, all of you, uh, and many more uh, next, next month for the April session, which will be on the topic of cloud. So maybe we could put in some backup questions as well. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks.